Hi, and welcome to the Canada's History Podcast. My name is Joanna Dawson. In May 1563, a Basque fisherman named Domingo de Luca dictated his last will and testament while fishing in the Placentia area of Newfoundland. After the fishing season, the will made its way back to de Luca's hometown to be validated and was filed away with the town's other civil documents. A researcher in Spain recently uncovered this 450-year-old will, which is believed to be the oldest civil document written in Canada. I'm joined by Tom O'Keefe, the president of the Placentia Area Historical Society, to learn more about DeLuca's will and its connection to Newfoundland and Canada. Thanks so much for speaking with me today, Tom. Yes, you're welcome. So first, why don't you tell us a little bit about Placentia and the history of this part of Newfoundland? Placentia has a very diverse history. It started in, say, the 1500s. We were getting visits from European uh, nations, uh, Spanish, Portuguese, French, and others. Then, by 1662, it was made the French capital of Newfoundland, and that lasted for about 50 years until the uh, Treaty of Utrecht, uh, 1713, I think that was, and the, the English took over under that treaty, and then it became a, an English community and had an interesting period as an interesting community. In fact, it was actually the capital of Newfoundland for the English again, although I don't think officially declared as such, but the governor moved here and the military moved from St. John's, which was to be the long-term capital, because they felt at that time that uh, um, Placentia was a more secure place to live because they had a lot of attacks previously by the French going in and burning out parts of St. John's and other communities in that area. And when the English came here, they started bringing in the Irish to help with fishing and other work in the area. And, uh, of course, then the community became basically an Irish community. For a while, it had the largest Irish uh, population in the province. But that wasn't the end of it. Then in mm-hmm. 1941, the Americans, uh, during the Second Year War, established a military base here, and they were here for 50 years. And there's interesting little things about all those periods, uh, like uh, when the uh, French were here, they were much involved in battles with the English, and then the when the English were here, there was a one period when the Prince of Wales uh, um, was here for a couple of months and acted as the local magistrate or judge for the community. Hmm. And then when the Irish were here, that was highlighted by the fact that there was the, uh, a business establishment here which eventually morphed into Saunders and Sweetland. And they were running boats from here all over the world. So that was a very active period. Then we come up to the American period again. An interesting episode in that was the uh, Atlantic Charter was discussed. People say it was signed, but it was never actually signed. But that was an agreement between Churchill and Roosevelt. They had a secret meeting here during the Second World War. And they reached certain agreements about how they'd handled communities after the war and how they'd behave. And uh, that's probably to say in a more decent way towards these communities. 
and uh, apparently that was the basis for the establishment of the United, United Nations. So you can see, which, and I'm just touching on a few things here. We've had a mm -hmm. pretty diverse and varied history. So you must be very busy at the Placentia Area Historical Society. Yeah, it's um, fairly busy. Our main job, or what we focus on much, is just operating a museum. Mm -hmm. And, of course, giving some publicity to, to our our history and things like that, but we have an old house which was uh, converted into a museum, quite a good, uh, uh, for the day it was built, I believe, in uh, 1901 or 1902, and it, but it was very, it was probably the, the leading house in the community, and it's uh, museum artifacts itself, besides the artifacts that we have in it. Mm -hmm. And even in the artifacts, we have some interesting things, and one that connects with what we're talking about, we have some old Basque uh, headstones, which came from a local churchyard. So that's sort of an outcome of what uh, Basque will that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about the will that was uncovered last year? Basically what happened there was the Lucas was um, on a ship here and got sick and was dying and he wanted a, a will written. And the unique thing about that will, uh, he said, uh, if, he if he died here, my body be buried in the port of Placentia, in the place where those who die are usually buried, which indicated there was a graveyard even in 1563 existing in Placentia, which would indicate that the Basque and others had probably been here at least a few years before that. And then, uh, of course, as you mentioned earlier, the, uh, the will went back to, to Spain, to an archive in Spain. Then a few years ago, uh, Dr. Michael Barkham found it there. And although he wasn't actually the first person that told me about it, but we got in contact with him and we got him to translate the will. So on May 15th of this year, we plan to have a little ceremony here, which would be, we don't actually have the wheel, but we have uh, photographs of it, and we frame them, and we'll uh, unveil that in, in a community ceremony here in the local art center. So how does the will and, and the reference to the graveyard sort of change or add to what we know about the Basque uh, in Newfoundland at this time? I guess the main thing here, it confirmed that the Basque were here at a very early period. Previously, we're thinking of, say, the French were here in 1662, and we know there was people here before that. But this gave actually documented proof that there was uh, Basque here, at least back as early as 1563. So it sort of firms that up and also encourages us to encourage further investigation into our background as it relates to the Basque. And in fact, we hope this little ceremony we're having here will help highlight uh, for people because mostly Placentia is known as the French capital. And uh, now we see that the Basque also had an important role here. And so has there been a lot of interest in the community of Placentia so far in this event? Yes, I wouldn't say it's really exciting interest, but anyone um, that hears about it is certainly interested that such a will would exist. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is the first time that we will bring it home and make it a more public event. But there has been interest, like our 
our municipal government, the town of Placentia, has certainly shown an interest in it, and they had a representative attend our meeting when we were planning our event, and the local theater group has offered to make up a couple of uh, bass-type costumes that we'll use in a little skit we'll probably put off at the opening. We're hoping to have uh, Dr. Barkham over here for that event and uh, have him tell us uh, some more and local people tell them about the the Basque history and more the background of this wheel so that would sort of solidify the knowledge a little bit more in presentation among local people and uh, of course we'll have some dignitaries speaking and we might there's a couple of places but where De Luca came from and another community that we're in um, contact with because actually Placentia's name came from a Placentia in that was in in Spain and oh, okay. we're in contact with a historian there uh, that uh, is aware of that and he's done some study on the Basque so uh, you know people like that will hope to make contact with him we'll maybe invite him over I'm not sure if that would happen mm-hmm. that they come but uh, they may send um, videos, you know, sending on their congratulations or something like that. But we just want to sort of develop our links with mm-hmm. the uh, the early Basque. Excellent. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to cover? I always like to mention we have a fairly good website up if people want, are interested in knowing more about the town of Placentia and its varied history. And, of course, once we have the official uh, unveiling of this, we'll, we'll put it uh, um, on our website and the translation of it on the website at that time. So after that, it'll be available to everyone in the world to read it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today, Tom, and uh, best of luck as you sort of uncover this uh, new dimension of your community's history. You're certainly very welcome, and thank you very much for your interest. We've been speaking with Tom O'Keefe, president of the Placentia Area Historical Society. My name is Joanna Dawson. Thanks for listening to the Canada's History Podcast.